Hello and welcome to the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series. I'm Angel Quintana, the CEO and founder of HolisticFashionista.com, and I will be your host. What you're about to experience is a powerful interview series presented by some of my most prized and honorable Signature System clients. Over the past several years, I have been coaching holistic leaders in brand development, internet marketing, and kismet clientele attraction, so they may go on to help others heal, find their purpose, and thrive in business. My clients come to me with remarkable talent and determination to serve those whom desire a more purposeful existence on this planet. However, the magnitude of their gifts left them struggling to organize their genius into a brand that would capture the hearts of their audience. In a few short months, they developed their one-of-a-kind signature system, a step-by-step solution-based roadmap that represents their greatest strengths and solves an urgent problem in society. Today, I have the proud pleasure of introducing to you some of these extraordinary entrepreneurs and top-tier professionals who have been brought here to show you what is possible in your life and how to make your true purpose shine through. They will share with you their personal voyage to success and what they learned along the way. So grab a notepad and get ready to be inspired. To learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series, please visit holisticfashionista.com forward slash speaker dash series. It is my great honor to introduce to you Chloe Rain. Today, Chloe will be sharing with us the reason you'll never make your dreams come true and how to become the master of your destiny. But before we begin discussing this topic, I'd like to take a moment to introduce my fabulous client, friend, and special guest, Chloe. Chloe Rain is a human experience artist, navigator of lost souls, and nostalgia poet. She works with conscious individuals struggling with depression, anxiety, and dissatisfaction in life who are secretly seeking a spiritual answer to what ails them. You may have tried everything and followed all the rules and yet you feel like your life was meant for something more. Chloe is a natural intuitive, professionally trained, and high-skilled in provoking massive transformation in those seeking permanent change a more integrated spiritual relationship to money, creativity, and personal freedom. It is my great honor to welcome you, Chloe Rain. Thank you so much for being a part of the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series. Hi, thank you. It's my honor and my pleasure to be a part of your tribe and to be speaking to all the Holistic Fashionistas out there. This is truly a fantastic group that you have built and attracted, so pleasure to be with you here today. It's an honor to know you. I just think, I'm thinking back and I was like, when did I meet Chloe? I feel like we've been like friends forever, but I guess at the end of the day, all my clients end up feeling like long lost friends. Do you remember how we initially first met? Well, I was trying to think of it too. And I know what brought us together was actually my Paris photography. In fact, I think we met each other just that upon my return. I had gone and had a love affair in Paris, and I was <laughs> writing and, and posting my photography about my, my actual love affair of, in Paris, but then also just the love affair I had with the, the beauty and the place. And so um, I think at the time we met, I was like a, a gushing 
bleeding heart and I just reconnected with my artist within and yeah I think I was I remember that you wanted to put my photography my Paris stuff in one of the first holistic fashionista magazines and so I couldn't I was excited I totally remember that oh my gosh it's all coming back so which is kind of funny because a lot of the stuff that you teach and coach and help others with their life really does have to do with some of the law of attraction and raising your vibration. So this might be the perfect time to kind of dive right in and kind of just give us a little bit of feedback around, you know, all this information that we've kind of been said during, you know, all of us that are holistic leaders and people that are really raising their vibration and why they're still struggling to make their dreams come true. So maybe that saying of the old way of manifesting isn't working. I'd love to get your take on really where this is all going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we've all been working in this realm and this field for quite some time. And I consider myself a really smart person. And what I was hung up on for years and years in my own spiritual practice or just in my own research was like this law of attraction and making your dreams come true, living the life you desire. And this is something I speak to regularly because it's not something I take lightly. With my experience and all of that law of attraction manifestation was I just kept finding myself making myself wrong and not being able to figure out why I hadn't been able to manifest the love of my life and the million dollars and <laughs> really what that was all about was like, financial freedom and personal freedom was I didn't even know that that's what I was seeking and I kept hearing all this stuff about yeah raising your vibration like being in the vibration of abundance and so when I say like you'll never make your dreams come true because that energy in and of itself is exactly what's keeping you and the resistance from having those things that you deeply desire. And when I talk about like the old way of manifesting isn't working anymore, it's because that old way of manifesting was all based around the ego desires and manifesting the Mercedes and the house on the hill and the white picket fence with the family and the husband. You know, fill in your version of that here. But why that's not working anymore, it's like we got this concept and about like, oh, okay, our, our, my thoughts actually create my reality. Well, that sounds true. That makes a lot of sense to me. But still, it's not working. And that's because we've never spent the time really finding out who am I? What am I good at? What is my purpose here in the world? Why am I alive in the first place? And what am I here and meant to do? I know a lot of people talk about life purpose. And um, a lot of people talk about, like, what am I good at? But I don't mean this in just, like, the sense of, well, I'm skilled at communication or marketing or something to that effect. But I'm talking about what is your natural way of being in the world and when you start tapping into that essence, it's kind of mind-blowing. You enter in this, into this state of flow. 
and flow state is something that they're talking about in science these days. The state of flow, when you're so naturally in alignment with who you are and what your natural gifts are, it's kind of like things just flow to you and through you. You're magnetizing, yes, there's that lovely word. You're magnetizing and manifesting awesome things in your life, but it's when it's in alignment and congruence with who you really are and what you're really here and meant to do in the world, not someone else's success story, but your own. And so every day I'm like going through this process of just getting closer and closer to my own truth. It's kind of this ongoing process. It's not like, oh, I know who I am, and therefore there I start acting this way. It's like every day I'm like, you know what? I'm going to refine this because I don't find that this is really bringing me the happiness or feeling in alignment with the things that I really value about what I bring to the table. And so it's this ongoing process. So I'm so curious to, to learn more about this idea of, you know, knowing your truth, living in a natural state of who you are, and that being the way that we use manifestation and, you know, get more, attract the love of our life or make more money. So I'm curious because there's a lot of people out there that I think that they, you know, they, we idolize people with money or power. And, you know, at the end of the day, you and I both know that not all those people with money and power are living in their truth. So what do you mean by that, and why is that important to avoid this critical mistake in building one's wealth? Yeah. Yeah, there are a couple of things. Thank you for asking that. First of all, I just want to point out, uh, you, my friend, are a master of your own destiny. And that's what I mean about becoming a self-master. When you're, you've mastered your emotions, you've mastered your own process, this doesn't mean that you don't go through cycles and, you know, perhaps ups and downs in your life or come to places where you don't instantaneously have the answer. But when you are living as a master of your own destiny versus, like, in that energy of trying to make happen, you know, make my dreams come true, you've mastered your process. So then it becomes, like, a little bit more fun. There's more lightness. There's, there's like more ability for humor. Uh, you can't take yourself too seriously. And by not taking yourself too seriously, you know, well, I'll, I'll, I'll call it like you're rolling with the punches. And mm-hmm. often now I don't even find that I feel very many punches so much as times that I can take a step back and laugh at myself more than anything. I think this is important when I'm speaking to you about it's critical that you don't make that mistake of idolizing or trying to model yourself after someone else's success strategy that worked for them is because ultimately it becomes not sustainable in your life. I don't think we spend much time thinking about that when we're in the process of trying to make our dreams come true. Oh, my God. What happens if it actually comes true and I have to do this for the next five years, you know, and then multiply it out? It's like, oh, crap, this is what I have to do to be successful. And it, to your soul and, for that matter, just in life in general, I think you call this avoiding the burnout, it's not a sustainable process for you. 
versus when you're in your own self-mastery, you've mastered your own process. So you're you're constantly doing those course corrections and things like that, but it's like more fun. It's like, yeehaw, I'm on the roller coaster of life, not like, Jesus Christ, I'm on the roller coaster of life, let me off, you know. Absolutely, which is funny you bring up the word sustainability because here we are, especially the audience here at Holistic Fashionista, where we're creating sustainable products, you know, using high-quality ingredients and serving others from a higher power and all that stuff. And then some of us, because we're still trying to get our businesses off the ground, build that audience, try to understand how to market yourself. It's kind of a science, or in, you know, in my case, it's, I consider it an art. But when we do that, we're sometimes we're looking for other people to give us the answer. And it just sounds like from what you're sharing with us that it's really about you mastering your own process because at the end of the day, you don't want to wake up with a business someone else fed you because that was the way to money or power or these things that are actually could end up being here today, gone tomorrow because the sustainability wasn't totally aligned with your truth. Is that what you're kind of getting after? Yeah, and this is not to say, I think this is something you speak to in your business, and this is obviously something I do in my business, is like I work with individuals one-on-one. The difference, the subtle difference is like be careful that you don't get sold things or programs or processes or whatnot, you know, products based on a fear response or a response that makes you think like that thing is the answer to all my problems or uh, she's got something that I don't have. It's the distinction between that experience and actually working through a process, a program, or working with a coach and coming out on the other side where you're like, you know yourself, you've got a certain level of confidence, you've got tools in your pocket to like face the things coming at you, and you've just got more of like an enjoyment about what's next and what's for you versus, oh my God, what am I going to do if something comes up and I don't have the answer like you know you've got the answer within you and you're just learning how to mind those things and I think Mm -hmm. you know to speak to not all people in power or money are you know living in their truth it's like that experience of someone who could be rich and wealthy and perhaps business but bankrupt in their personal lives or bankrupt in their relationship or their personal worthiness And so this is the stand that I take in the Explore Deeply process, which is to, like, come out through the other side. Not that you've got all the answers, but you know where to go and find all the answers. And that's exactly (laughs) That's 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 right. Yeah. Well, which brings us to the idea that you're just talking about, which is fear. So there's obviously fear comes from a place that's usually outside ourselves. It's either living in the past or living in the future, and it's not really living in that pleasant moment, which kind of is awesome that you, my friend, were on the cover of the Holistic Fashionista magazine. Our fearless issue was probably our most popular issue uh, to date. That cover got a lot of exposure, and I know it's one of your favorite talking points, which I've had many conversations about being fearless, owning your art and just kind of going your own way. So can you explain to us what it 
truly means in your own words to be fearless and what it's not. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it still just kind of strikes me at the core. I love this fearless notion. Um, I'm also a Leo, so in some way the whole lioness resonates with me. But here's the hilarious running theme in my life is that so many of my colleagues, my friends, my mother, and now even my boyfriend, like, call me fearless. They think I'm fearless. And and even when I was honored to be on the cover of the Fearless magazine, it's not that I don't have the experience of feeling fear. That's not what being fearless is. Being fearless is experiencing that fear and doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. And for so long, I didn't. I, I remember specifically a colleague of mine saying, "Oh my God, wow, you're so fearless! Like what you've done in the first year of your business. Like it took me five years to get there." And I thought, like that's funny because I'm paralyzed with fear all the time. There have been days, this is a few years ago now, when I couldn't get out of bed. I mean, I feel fear, but I feel the fear and do it anyways these days. And now I understand that there's actually like some scientific backing to this fear and response. It's actually your brain creating chemical chaos because it's searching for an answer to base a decision off of that's actually out of your realm of experience. So the brain doesn't know what to do except create chemical chaos because it's looking for the answer within your beautiful database that is your brain, and it can't find enough information to base a new decision off. Uh, This is why we feel that fear response when we're on the edge of something new. And where we tend to go wrong when we're not in our self-awareness process and we're not working on becoming the masters of our destiny is we turn from that fear response and say, well, then I must be headed in the wrong direction because I'm feeling a lot of fear and I see no easy way out of this experience. I'll only make a move when I see the way, when I have the answer. And the reality is that is not how things become clear. They only become clear after going through the fear response. So that's what it is to be fearless, is to feel the fear and move on it anyways. Wow. Well, this is kind of a huge topic because I'm, I would assume 100% of the population has felt fear at one time or another. Some of us might even be so subconscious that they don't even realize that they're doing it. So I want to kind of pick your brain a little bit more on this fearless topic and really, you know, what does it take to be fearless and how do we become the master of our destiny? If we're not currently static or content maybe is a better word in our lives, what can we do to be fearless and step into being the master of our destiny? Yeah, that's something, you know, and maybe you're not striving right now, like fearless, well, that sounds something good for you, but that's not what I'm trying to accomplish. I just want, 
I just want some stability in my life, or I just want to feel good. I just want to be able to get out of bed in the morning and, and not be so uh, scared or unsure of what my next step is. Or, you know, I just want to experience more happiness in my life. And I spent a long time, I didn't even know I was doing it at the time, just reading up on people's true life stories about how they went from, in their book and their story, they were seemingly going through all this really horrible, tumultuous, tremendous stuff. And I knew by the time this book had been published and I was reading it that they were living life on, you know, the high road. So how the hell did those people get from there, where I was at the time, to the place I wanted to be, which was just having all those things, just a little more personal freedom, a little more happiness, a little more just like being okay in my life. And this is going to sound almost like so simple that it was like a duh moment. I realized that those people didn't have more lifetimes to bank on. They didn't have more life experience necessarily than I did. They weren't going to get to go and live out a couple more lifetimes of life experience and learn from that and then add to it so they could do something beautiful and wonderful in this lifetime. No, in fact, they had just as much time or just as little time as I do. And the difference between where I was standing at the time and the person who'd, quote, made it was just that I wasn't making any efforts to head in that direction. I thought I had to have it all figured out. I thought I had to have all the answers. I thought I needed to know who I wanted to be when I grow up. For a while, I spent time thinking that, you know, my husband was going to come along and save me, and then I was going to be able to figure out who I was in the world. And guess what? That's when you're in that experience and you're stuck in that place where none of your dreams are coming true because you're just sincerely not doing any kind of, I hesitate to say forward momentum, but you're really not doing anything but keeping yourself stuck because you think that the answer has to come first and then you'll be able to act on it when it's really like the acting and the exploring deeply and the feeling the fear and feeling the sadness and feeling the anxiety so you get to all the way to the other side, to the place where there's more expansion and you know that the reality is actual possibility. And again, I just want to say that this might sound really dreamy, if I'm saying it right now, but I'm a person who's lived this experience and I do not take it lightly. I do not preach thing quick fixes and that's not what I teach also the lovely thing is when you do work the processes and you do take the steps and you do feel the fear and you feel at any one point you're going to get to this place where you're like by god I think I've made it and you keep going from there but it's different you're not struggling you're not striving you're not trying to make your dreams come true. You're just living out your destiny. You know, it's okay. You just brought me back to a really silly time when I was first starting my business three years ago, three and a half years ago. And I hired a coach and I had this very 
snotty view of social media. I was not on Twitter or YouTube or anything at this point. I was I actually had a Facebook profile, but I hated Facebook. And I had all this fear, I guess you would call it now that I kind of look back, around putting myself out there in this, you know, digital world or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the second that I stand, look, I mean, look at me now. Like, I'm on this thing, like, all day long and stepping into that unknown realm and, and stop judging myself and or judge, you know, all of those judgments were just coming from a place of fear. So, really, the more often that we can step into the unknown zone or uh, kind of whatever kind of might feel uncomfortable to try it anyway, doesn't mean you have to stick with it every single time. Maybe it doesn't won't serve you in the future, but to kind of step into the unknown and try it on for size and, and just be open and explorative with that process, which really I, what I want to get at is your idea of your system, which is Explore Deeply. So if we could just take a moment for us, could you explain to us what Explore Deeply really is, your process, and how you could potentially help others? Yeah, well, first I just want to comment. I think it's really interesting all what you were just saying about not being on social media and things like that. That That is what you really helped me with when we went through a signature system together, was that once and for all to just be completely out there, pick a horse and stick with it kind of thing, and to not be apologetic any longer about my personal experience, what 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 I was all about, what I was teaching, and I don't know why that is such a sticking point. I, I think people think that they don't do that until they've got it all figured out and they have all the answers. And the truth is that people are going to follow you. They're going to sense that you're on to something that's missing in their life when they see you taking action of having, you know, that fearless response. And the Explore Deeply process is really just about that, about becoming more human and facing who you are right where you're at and going through, we've got some limited belief systems and patterns typically running the show. Sometimes we don't even realize that they're not even our patterns. And so that's part of the exploring deeply process. It sounds really dreamy, but it's like, well, how are you going to make decisions about what's best for you if you haven't explored deeply who you are and what's at the core of your own desires? the craziest things will come out of going into limited belief systems and blocks and barriers when we release them a person all of a sudden just realizes that like that thing they were working towards this whole time wasn't even about them wasn't even for them it was for someone else completely you know either their spouse or their parents or even sometimes a group that they were friends with in 8th grade that pattern's been running the show around how they filter all of their decisions and their lives. And then also the Explore Deeply process is just about learning very simply, how do I feel on fire? How do I get myself to this point of being so full that I've got enough to overflow into all the realms 
of the areas I say that I want to help and change in the world. You know, either that being working with other people or in your art or in your just in your way of personal expression. Well, I don't want to speak for you, but I know that I have to get real about what turned me on and what didn't turn me on. I know I had to figure out that what actually didn't turn me on was following all the rules, though I had become really, really good at it and prided myself on being a rule follower. Actually, what fills me up and lights me up and, and gets things going in my world is to be an adventurer, is to be an explorer, and in fact, to like break rules. I'm still a pretty straight and narrow kind of gal, but I have a lot more fun because I'm not constantly sizing myself up to how am I comparing to other people? Am I doing it right? Which is probably goes right back to that social media uh, experience that I had, which is there's no right way. It's like how fearless do you want to be in this process? How exposed do you want to be? How much do you want people to know who you are, and the ones that you got to wonder, the ones that are just sharing all of the fluff all the time every day, I'm not saying that that's bad. I think it's always great to share positive vibrations, but we're like, we're in this together, and I want to know something's going on, and the more that you're able to share, the more you're actually opening the door for somebody else to share their wisdom with you to help you grow. I mean, how many times... (laughs) How many times on social media can I post, does anybody know a personal trainer? Like, I need to get off my butt. So it's not even like I'm being negative, but the more that we can show who we are to the world, even if it's something we're trying to work on, just being inviting that energy to you to find those who can support you. I mean, I just think this idea uh, or actually this industry but I guess you could call us that we're in it, but I really think it's just part of our, our craft. But the idea of finding a mentor or a coach or someone that you can real that can really hear you and that's going to steer you in a direction of you discovering yourself versus playing follow the leader. Yeah. Obviously as women we're always kind of programmed with this like people pleasing disorder in some regard. And I just think that the work that you're doing with this system of exploring deeply is invaluable to anyone looking to grow as a person, whether that's to start a business or to heal some health issues or to find a greater purpose on this planet. I mean, your work is just phenomenal. Well, because here's the thing. We all, you know, we look around and we see, like, someone who looks happy and successful and we're like, I want what she's having. But what we, and it's really simple, but I don't know why it didn't get taught. I don't know, maybe someone's teaching it, but I never got taught as as I was growing up and trying to figure out how to be an adult in life, was that, that you are not going to get there by following that other person's system, by following that other person's way. So the more and more you can set yourself up to like yourself, enjoy yourself, right from where you're at, the faster you're going to be experiencing all those things that you so deeply desire. But it's not through the making something happen, and it's not through the fixing. 
it's actually just removing the blocks and the barriers that were keeping what was for you in the first place from you, what was keeping that what was meant for you to show up in your life in the first place. It's what I call making welcome your divine destiny versus making something happen, making your dreams come true. And that's really the experience we all want anyways because we want to know that after we've attained XYZ, there's going to be more for us to enjoy, experience, evolve, whatever floats your boat, and that you're not going to have to be constantly in the state of striving, fixing, bettering oneself, that you'd actually arrive at a place where you like yourself enough that you can just kind of uh, sit back and experience life and what's for you in this lifetime. Beautiful. I love it. Well, I know our time is coming to an end, and this has been such an amazing topic that we could, I could talk about it forever. I mean, we just need to sit down and go and hang out again in person like we did in New York and just have wonderful deep conversations, which is what brought us together, I'm sure, in the first place with your art and your the way that you think and you think outside the lines just like I do. So I just want to make sure that if there's anything that I didn't ask you that you wanted to share that would be helpful to our audience today, is there anything else you'd like to share? Well, I think a lot of people say this, but trust your gut. Like, when you and I met each other, you know, I never imagined, like, we'd be working together. I, I didn't know if we had an, what we had in common. You're from L.A. I'm out in the Pacific Northwoods and, you know, out in the woods, like, camping and taking photographs. And yet, there's such a, a, a kismet reverberance. Like, align yourself and choose mentors. Um, of someone that it's not that you necessarily aspire to be just like them, but you see that they're living in their vibrancy and you want to figure out how to live in your own vibrancy. That's the special sauce that all of those amazing heroes, poets, people who are really changing the world have keyed into what their own special sauces and that's why I love you and I admire you and I love being in your tribe and being one of your clients but what I'm going to offer actually the holistic fashionista tribe today is a special four-part audio course that I put together it's called shamelessly receive but there are four parts to it that are a lot of fun the last one is called don't wait take epic chances and it's one of my favorite because it actually speaks to that fear response that I was talking about before. It gives you the real solid scientific background as to what that experience is all about. And then I actually show you some practical ways that you can see that the universe is in fact rigged in your favorite and I also have embedded the audios with energetics of healing and inspiration. And so it's a good shot in the arm, a pick-me-up to uh, <laughs> understand that where you're at right now isn't forever. And you can actually quickly change the circumstances of your life just by going within and exploring deeply and tapping into your own source, which is truly where your success sauce lies. Beautiful. Where can they pick up this awesome four-part audio course? 
it's chloerain.com forward slash shameless. And you can either go to exploredeeply.com forward slash shameless or chloerain.com, C-H-L-O-E-R-A-I-N.com forward slash shameless. And for this speaker series, I've actually given a special bonus coupon, and it's going to be Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series 2014 in honor of you, my dear, and your beautiful tribe that I am honored to be a part of. Awesome. How will the so the coupon what is that for a discount on something? Well that's so the four part audio course is ninety seven dollars, but for anyone who's signed up to experience the speaker series, you'll get it for zero dollars, but the value is priceless, I'm sure you'll find. Oh, that's amazing. Well I'm I'm so excited for you and all that you have coming up, you know, in the future with all of your amazing clients and your tribe that you've created. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series, an even bigger pleasure to have you as a client, and most importantly, a new friendship that we've created over the past, I guess, year and a half now? Yeah. Well, it's one of the first Holistic Fashionista magazines was when I contributed my Paris love affair photography. That's right, and we're actually just getting ready to celebrate the two-year anniversary of Holistic Fashionista next month. So I guess we've just been engaging for the last probably year and a half, two years. So many more years of great friendship and collaboration in the future, girl. Yes, congratulations, my friend. Thanks for putting out there in the world your special sauce. I love it. Glad to be a part of it. (laughs) Thanks, Tika. Well, I guess we'll wrap up, and thanks to all who has tuned in today. Uh, We've got more amazing interviews coming up next. Um, Thanks again, Chloe, and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks. You too.